Welcome to Date Night Podcast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. Kip, you need to let us all in. Now we have the Falcon. We are here. Let us all in. Do you have the Falcon? Yes, it's actually a person. Let everybody in. It's a person. Okay. And he snaps his fingers. Um, everybody outside the dome make a perception check. Can I see it? Uh, you can make it too, Navarra. Three. 16 plus. Uh, Clippy will see it then with that. I mean, is it, is it something that's visible? Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess it would be. 16, or, and I don't know what I had to or, do. Or, or actually, I mean, is it something that relies on hearing or smell? 18. It could. Okay. It is not pretty. Whew. That's a big difference. Um, that would be a 19. Okay. Um, I think Naivara already would have known the grove was behind her, and she probably could have gone in it. Um but the others wouldn't have been able to. Thanks for telling me that. No. I mean, it's got to smell better than it does out here. So, so. Um, Everyone I think Clippy run! kind of gets the impression that you can go back in. Um, Aaron definitely smells the grove for the first time, and everything has been dead and acrid. And even over the horrible smell <laughs> over top of your <laughs> uh, clothing, you get this fresh, like, evergreen-type scent from behind you. And for the first time, you see a shimmer of the grove behind the dome. Um, as you step through... Uh, this time you don't get teleported backward. The the small creatures do close and try to get to you and then sort of hit the dome. And Is anyone telling Zeb? Because I rolled really low. I'm I just said, still pew-pewing <laughs> everything. Yeah, he just everyone yelled, run. Zeb, get back here! Oh, okay. Um, and as Zev lets his guard down and the creatures start advancing as you all disappear and they're kind of trying to find where you are, they hit just the edge of the dome and are consistently teleported back. You can see them through the dome. You can see kind of out. Um, and they are massing out there, but it doesn't seem like they can get through. Um, oh. Back where Kira is, uh, Hannah almost looks like she tries to hide herself as she pulls like a shawl over her shoulders and blushes kind of purple since she's a drow. Um, and it's the first time since you've met her that you think you saw what she looked like with her guard down. And it was just for that second... Um, while you were kind of, you know, screaming for Kip. Um, but for that second, her dark elf lineage uh, favored more of the sylvan side than that hard edge that she tends to present. Um, and she's actually really pretty uh, sitting here in the grove, uh, you notice for the first time. Uh, Kipling, for his part, looks mischievous as his grin stretches from one of his long curved ears over to the other as a uh, he snaps his fingers and lets them, everybody into the dome. He says, it's open. We'll also remind all of you, you have dwarves at the south edge of this dome <laughs> that are left there, too, which I was supposed to mention in the beginning of our... Uh, we um, have dwarves, too. Can you let them in? Yeah. Um, They're refugees. I guess I can. There are I'm kind of messed dwarves. up place to turn away refugees. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so Kira, you're near Kip and Henna. Everybody else is just getting into the dome, and I assume uh, there's a path uh, that you saw um, kind of... Uh, actually, I, I would need everybody to make a survival check because where you came into the dome is not necessarily one. 19. Okay. Everyone follow me! 11. 11. Also 19. Aaron and Zev then see... Um, where the, it's not a very, uh, it's kind of an obscured path. Um, it's not one that's really maintained or anything like that, but you can see where somebody walks through the area fairly regularly. Um, looks like it leads further into the grove, um, and you start following it along. I take my boots off. And you find Kira's footprints pretty quickly in that path. Kira says, hey, nice dress. See you in a bit. Run back towards them. <laughs> toward them? Yes. Uh, okay, I think Hannah's probably going to get up. She's been the one bringing water and stuff toward the dwarves, so she's heading in that direction. All right, um, you meet Kira on the road. Wait, is Malkovich there? Um, yeah, Malkovich would have been in the clearing. Does he have a cute little bow on? 
<laughs> no, he's kind of just chewing on some bark over near one of the base of one of the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, where are you running to? You Back to you guys. Kira on the We're in. path. Yes, um, but I wasn't sure of that. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Okay. Catch. I throw on my boot. My very nasty covered in duck <laughs> creature slime. All right, you make <laughs> you make a uh, athletics check and you make an acrobatics check to try to dodge. Oh come on! <laughs> Twelve. I have a plus seven to athletics <laughs> and I still got a nine. <laughs> <laughs> so the boot just yeah. off her foot and just onto the ground with this little plume of. Uh, grossness as it jumps but nowhere near Kira as it, it moves in her direction. Are you guys okay? Kira, you see... <laughs> Are you? With the party running in here for the first time, you see what is definitely uh, unmistakably your mother. Hi, Mom. Are you guys okay? Yes. We, we found your mom. I'm blind, but now I've got Clippy. Any. That's gross. Is that what Clippy sounds like? To you guys. Okay, you can only hear him. I mean, right? Yeah. What, can, you, can you play that back for me? <laughs> Pretty sure my hada sounds better. <laughs> okay, do we need some healing going He's on or something? Kissy noise. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. And All right, let's go back to the uh, clearing and then we can do the. Wait, did your mama again? Who's in charge of this place? <laughs> What did you? Should let's go back to. Did Kipling. you mention who? Kipling. Kip. Kipling. Kip. Kipling. Kipling. Kip. 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 You can make. Wasn't he the one with a gun? Because this. Uh, Kipling. Did he have a gun? Let's just go back. Your players know it, but your characters don't necessarily know it. I think the best way to do this is to let you make uh, intelligence checks after you meet Kipling. And, yeah, after. And <laughs> And then Do you, you need see to if I, rolled purple a, I rolled a two, so I'm not suspicious yet. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back 18. to the clearing, and then we can do the Healy Deer Mambo again. Yeah, do they have like a shower or something? <laughs> the Healy <Cool> Deer Mambo. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, the, the group of you head back toward that clearing. Uh, you get back there. Uh, Hannah's still gone. Um, when you get there, there's actually Kipling is not present at the moment. Okay, he's gone. That's fine. We're here now, and poof, Healy Deer. Okay. Did I waste my potion? No. You might have died. Depends on how quick things went, I guess. You were down to one health, so I don't think that's ever a waste of a potion. All right, let's form a conga line, and we can oh, do our circle okay. through the deer. So <laughs> everybody pets <laughs> the deer and receives the healing. Um, and eventually, uh, Henna and the dwarves... Um, Blum, you can get up to 50 hit points back. Glum <laughs> and Mario and the others uh, make it back, and uh, you do see I miss the Kipling, good old days back uh, walking with them this time. Kipling's with them? Mm-hmm. Hey, here's our host, Kipling. 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 Hello. So you'd have Kipling. to make an intelligence check probably over like his DC. 14. <laughs> intelligence is not our in strong suit. Uh, 16. Um, what is Kip? Hmm. I guess it should be an insight, actually. Is that better for either of you? Do I have to re-roll, or can I just... No, you can use that roll. 17? Okay, 17 would definitely beat his DC. I think it's 15. Makes so 16 it probably would have been right. <laughs> um, you get the... There's something in the way that he just smiles back at Kira and Navara, and not particularly at you and uh, the Grease Wizard, that gives you some inkling of, like, a mannerism of uh, Kip, and you think about his grove that he talked about and the fact that this is Kipling... And he liked disguises. Uh, you could maybe at least have the suspicion that this is him. Huh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you guys all heal up completely from the deer. Uh, the dwarves come over and pet it too. 
just because they've been wandering <laughs> through the <laughs> desert <laughs> with <laughs> you guys, and it feels good to pet the, the magic deer. It's <laughs> 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 a favorite spell. <laughs> or, or Congo through the magic deer. Okay, what about the poisoned and the exhaustion and all that stuff? Blinded. The, the deer doesn't help with those things. But I mean being in the grove and whatnot. Not immediately, no. All right, I'll tell you something, though. I need to nap. Kipling, At least a short our rest. gracious host. Yes? Um, can I sleep? Yes, of course. Um, that would be probably a good idea. What? Um, and if you can help her conditions at all, that'd be awesome, too. I'm blind now. I've got this homunculus I built. He's my buddy. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> I got two levels of you know, exhaustion. I'm surprisingly okay with this. Me too. I got two <laughs> levels of exhaustion. I got no spells left. I'm useless. Um, Just point me. Okay. Uh, why don't you lay down and over that pile of leaves here. there? Yeah. Basically, <laughs> he doesn't have like any structures in this place. This is completely wild. He says, but nothing will bother you here. Um, I just dropped. Yeah, you're pretty exhausted. So, uh, Grease Wizard drops. You watch Kipling again. Um, he kind of makes a little whistling noise and he realizes that a couple of you have uh, poison uh, inside <laughs> you, basically when you're in the grove. Uh, he wouldn't want that anyway, so he's going to come up and just, he lays his hands on each one of your shoulders one at a time uh, and you can kind of feel the poison being drawn out almost and then dissipating. So anybody who has any poison um, will be considered uh, no longer poisoned. Kip also detects this uh, disease that you have uh, on you that's making you blind, and while you're asleep, he comes up and lays his hands over your eyes, and when you wake up, uh, you won't be blinded anymore. <sighs> okay. Um, he checks over Navara and uh, sees that she's been kind of cut uh, quite a bit. Um, you can see where even some things were put on her uh, it looks like to try and fester on her other form um, that have translated over to her elven form, and he cleans those and kind of helps her remove them. Um, but she doesn't seem to have been poisoned, uh, despite her long period of time that Kip said she had been uh, among the uh, vanguard of the mistress of the Grove of the Wow, Christopher. her constitution modifier must be insane. <laughs> um, and he kind of looks at her and says... How How were you there so long? And she says, uh, I couldn't transform back. And he that kind of sticks with the message you received last time, Kira, that the, the druid magic doesn't seem to work there. And it seemed like she was stuck um, in this form of the falcon based on what she says. Um, she says, but... Um, this, the terrible things they did didn't turn me is, is basically all she says and she looks over at Kira and uh, wow your voice sounds so different than a few minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps kind of staring at you reciprocated are the rest of us here? yeah except the grease wizard who went to sleep okay let the record show that Aaron is uncomfortable <laughs> Like, you know when you go to a friend's house and the, they get in a fight with their parents and you're just, like, sitting there, like, hoping that it ends? <laughs> that's that's how Aaron feels. Um, and eventually she just has, like, the look of surety finally come over her face and she says, Kira? Hi. You? must have come a long way. And to be honest... Yeah, it's been a long trip. You were the last one I expected to walk into the mistress's vanguard and snatch me from her grasp. Kira just kind of raises her arms in a shrug. You're welcome. And, you know, you haven't seen... Now that your memories have sort of... You were looking at in the Underdark, you haven't seen your mother... In how old does Kira uh, at least appear to be? 25. Okay. Why did you just say appear to be? You haven't seen your mother in about <laughs> 23 years. 22 years. 
You're about. You're shorter than I remember. Toddler when you saw her last. Yeah. Um. It's been. It's been a really long time. Um. Look. I don't know what you know about me. Or what your father told you, or what you learned later. It's just good to see my little girl of the dusk again. I have gone from thinking that you abandoned me to thinking that you were the cause of all this to now I don't even know what's going on. So I don't really know what to say. Are you good or are you bad? And why did you leave me? Because the memories that I was getting once in a while while we were traveling through the Undark, which is just a whole nother story... I remember you being good, but then all of this other stuff that we've been through, I don't know. I, I left you as part of my, I don't want to call it a penance, but I think that's what it is. Penance for what? She takes the, puts her hand into her pouch, and she pulls out this green, um, kind of endlessly shining green stone um, from her pocket. And she says, for this time that I've had, the time that we've had, And um, she says... So you are partly to blame for all of this? I think so. And Kip, when she takes the stone out, starts to uh, approach the two of you. And he just kind of actually sits down at a range where he can... uh, Almost head cocked to the side, looking at the stone almost more thoroughly than... Uh, human-like, like inquisitively, though, not, like, aggressively. Someone keep an eye on that guy. Okay. My parents knew you, Naivara, Kip says. They talked about you a lot. And she just kind of nods. I've been here before, she says. Can you give us a moment, though, Kipling? And he just kind of shuffles off to the side. Are we um, good, though? Zeb watches him awkwardly, just like intense stare. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, should we go? Kira? I'd feel better if they stayed, even if they're at a slightly slight distance. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not going far. He's just not... No, not him. Them. Yeah. How close are you guys? I thought we were all kind of, like, in conversation range, but, okay. like, me and Zev were just kind of, like... Uh, looks like the elves are talking to each other again. <laughs> <laughs> Typical okay. elves. She just, she just kind of puts her head down, and she looks awkwardly at everybody who's still there. But um, she actually looks over and sees Glum also. Oh, then you made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dwarves came over with Kip. And she oh, that's right. looks over at him, and he's staring daggers back at her. And he turns uh, over his shoulder, kind of gives him one more look, and walks further into the forest and sits down on the other side of a tree where you can't see him. And you found your brother. Yep. What are the things you know Asking after not <laughs> playing for two and a half months of this being years ag- a year ago. Skeletal yeah. boatman seals. That's <laughs> <coughs> all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Um, you stole that stone about 300 years ago. About 100 years or something, you were with Glynn, who's dead, by the way. That's one of his I kids, know. but you know that. I know. You left me with my father. For I don't even know why. I thought I was sick or something, but apparently that's not the case. And 
even Takashi, who's supposed to know everything, hasn't didn't know that you came back here. She looks confused with Takashi. She doesn't know who that is. Albagula Games. Anyways, he's supposed to know everything. He just gave us some answers and left us pretty confused, too. You know about Glenn. How do you... Have you been back to Silverleaf? I went to Silverleaf on my way here, and I saw his ghost, and he ended up giving me his journal. And you kind of produce the journal out, and she looks at it, and you see her kind of take a deep breath, and she says, Glenn knew me better than anyone, but I don't think he knew me well enough to understand. I didn't take this stone to see the world like he always said I did. I took it for the same reason I came here in the first place. I took it to leave my mark on the plains, to live long enough and vibrantly enough to shine light into the heavens and be chosen to decide the fate of the mortal lands, because the choice of an age has always belonged to our people and to me. I took the stone to see the world, not for some wanderlust stirred by the shelter of my childhood, but to understand how my choice would affect all of the lands, and to live as long as was needed to still be here when the time came to make my choice. But I met Glynn. Loving him was a great part of my lesson on what it is like to live in this world, but I couldn't stay and watch over the course of an immortal life and his own as he stripped the land. We're not meant to live in this plane forever, but least of all in one place. And so I left. That's the whole of my story with Glynn, but not the whole of my story. As you know, not the last time I loved someone. It was two centuries later that I met your father. Thorne and I weren't together long, only, only long enough to bring you about. I had tried to widen my view when I left Glynn to experience and understand the world rather than just another person, but Thorne muddled that view as much as Glynn ever did, and perhaps more. And Thorne wanted no part of the stone I carried. He wouldn't live through the changes in the land he understood so well and loved so perfectly. He would give his natural years and no more. So, I returned to Silverleaf. I went there to try and make things right with Glynn and maybe convince him to be a part of the final choice with me. He had made a big, big mark on the world as well. But I really just wanted to say I was sorry. To explain to my sons why I left them, but all there was when I returned was a beautiful city in the trees. So much more beautiful and extensive than the small house and the pair of platforms that Glenn had built for me there before I left. Kira, you went back there. Before that, did you remember how beautiful it was when we were there? No, I don't remember being there at all. It must have taken him. Those two centuries that I were that I was gone, it, the city that he built. I, I lingered there for a while. How could I not? And it was there that I gave birth to you, a beautiful girl that looked like her mother's, looked like her mother in all ways except for maybe a bit of the influence of Thorn's complexion and. Less fair, but more fierce. I brought you to your father. Though you had aged but little, and he marveled at how long I had been away. You lived there with me, with the stone. Your father was little more than a boy when I met him. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't stay with him, with the stone. Did you want to restate Um, that? (laughs) He wouldn't let me. He he forbid me to stay with him if I had the stone. 
you went back and forth, sometimes living in the wilds with your father, and at others I would come back from a journey and bring you for a time to take rest in the refuge of Silverleaf. When you were with me, you did not age, but when I brought you back to your father, he had. He called it a sickness. If he said you were there because you were sick, that's why. He said that a girl should see her father age and her age so slowly. Your elven heritage was enough to allow for a disparity, but this amplified it. You were still young when I finally left, at least in, in your appearance. But we spent years together in Silverleaf. I spent a while longer after that in the Tree City, alone. I gathered what I needed to make the journey back to Lamoche. Not because of the trip across the waters, but across the dangerous and wild land that laid between them and Lady Inara Peak. Tira, I intended to return the stone. I knew... Kira, I have made so many bad choices in my life. The last of which I dawdled for longer than I should have, deciding if I wanted the power to make the choice for the world that I set out to make. I had sacrificed so much to gain the knowledge of it all so that I could do just that, and it seemed unbearable to give up that choice knowing what it cost me cost me Lynn, my sons, my daughter. She tries to reach out for your hand. Pull it back a little bit. Enough that she can't grab it or... And she just kind (laughs) of looks down. (sighs) Do you know about the choice? Yes. I don't think it's a choice for just one person to make, though. I think you're right. We've always been taught that the choice was to be made by those who have left the biggest mark on this world. I have left my mark. I can feel the choosing is near and that there are only a handful of others who compete to make it. But my choices always seem to hurt those I care about. How can I make that one One that has the power to hurt so many more. All those places and people I have seen over the past centuries. Kira, not everyone is cut out for for that. To have the decisiveness in the face of choice. Can you understand that? I came back here and delayed and made no choice at all, and that was no less damaging. Your lack of a choice led to all of this staying together, building up the corruption around this grove. I know. The mistress of the grove of the Twisted Limb would have never gained power so quickly in her race to leave her black fingerprints on the land around her. She would have moved with stops and starts as her own chaos broke down the creatures she created, but... With my, with the stone, and she holds it up again. Her creatures grew sicker and more evil, but they never unraveled, so long as they were near. And she decimated this land. I wanted no part of the choice anymore, but even that in itself was a choosing. All I want now is to return the stone, and let the sands in the hourglass of my influence drain The sickness that rises in the wake of my choices can finally die. I never thought I'd see you again, Kira. I felt like I was chasing after you, but I didn't know if it was for good or evil. Now I just see it's misguided. The stone needs to go back to Inara. 
there are trees here. I think we could take a big skip towards Raven Tree. Raven Tree? Wait, but didn't we spend all that time going through the Underdark to get here? <laughs> yeah, but we didn't, we didn't know that here was here. Like, we didn't know there was a grove here. We thought... We were coming down to fight the mistress of the whatever black limb, but she's not here, apparently, and she's been running up towards Raven Tree. So you want Should to take this stone directly to her? Would we have gathered that she had done that based on the complete desolation, empty land? Um, well, you know she's moving north. And um, we know that the stone needs to get to the temple of the third land. That's where she wants to bring it back to. If we get it to Raven Tree. The stone, what you do know, and Takashi told you that also, but you've also seen it here if Navara's being honest and she's saying the same thing that Takashi is is that the stone is what was holding the mistress's um, basically corrupted creatures together and stopping them from crumbling. Uh, Takashi said if you were either able to kill the mistress or remove the stone or whatever the the forces would probably start moving more quickly. They would They would not be able to gather and continue to build up their power. Instead, they would move as fast as they could to try and attack before they would fall apart, basically. Why don't we do both? <coughs> if Nivara stays here with the stone, or if the stone stays here in the grove, and then we can go up to Raven Tree, help fight off whatever's there, and then we can come back down to the grove and bring it up to the temple. If we survive fighting this giant mass of fleshy twigs. I don't think the mistress knew that she had the stone. I think she just knew there was some treasure in her vanguard that was keeping her keeping her forces together. With that gone, I do think any place that lay between her and the edges of the earth is in danger and soon. So what are we, are we trying to contain this? Like what? She seems to be moving north, away from where the stone is. So things are going to start falling apart quickly. They should fall apart, I mean, not within hours or maybe even not within days, but you saw those creatures in the rear of the vanguard, right, trying to catch back up to it? Some of them would catch back up and they would be held together. But I think the ones that didn't, the ones that were outside the influence of the stone slowly rot and waste away. How far does this influence extend? The stone, so far as I can know, and, and what we knew about the stones when we came to take them, that their influence was intended to extend around Lady Inara uh, and its, from its base to its peak. Or its peak to its base, I guess I should say. So, a number of miles uh, in the sort of circumference of the Thoughts the on throwing it into the sea? My plan was just to put it back where I found it, but... Is there any way we can return it more quickly to where it's supposed to be? The, the temple. I had tried to take it and fly over the top of the mistress's column of corruption, but... I was captured. If there's a way to get to Raven Tree, if that's north of where she has moved, then that might be a way to get closer to Lady Anara Peak, but um I I don't know. I don't know how far she's made it to the north or how far the column extends. If Raven Tree's fallen and we return there in, in the middle of that. This is Date Night, the tabletop role-playing podcast with me, Eva. If you want to learn more about the show, ways to listen, how to get bonus content, and where you can see art and maps, check out our website at d8nightpodcast.com. 
You can also find ways to support the show there, like becoming a premium listener, buying us a pizza for game night, or sponsoring an episode and having your own message read right here on the show. Click on the sponsor tab to find out more. As always, we really appreciate your support in whatever way it comes from subscribing, sharing, sponsoring, or listening. Now let's get back to the story. We left off with kind of you were considering making what plans for what you would do next now that you've uh, captured this uh, item, which was actually carried by a person from the mistress, and you think she's going to strike out rather quickly in retaliation um, for that. And now we're trying to decide if it's better to send it south or to skip it ahead to Raven Tree and have someone run it up to uh, Temple of the Third Land. Please, can you guys be quiet? <laughs> All right, listen, I've been awake this whole time and I've heard everything. <laughs> <laughs> sure you have. Okay, you're not blinded anymore. Right. Oh, yeah. I could see with more than... With four eyes now, mm-hmm. right? All right. Is Clippy still like glued to your face? Or? No, Clippy's looking behind me. <laughs> um, all right. Oh. <laughs> so, listen. We we got to get rid of it. The stone. If we could get super rid of it, we'd be in a good shape, right? You're not shattering the stone. I'm not going to shatter the stone, Kira. Let's hear about. All right. Put it in my bag. And then Zev stab my bag. Wait, why does Zev get to stab it? I like stabbing things. <laughs> I like stabbing things. <laughs> We've been friends way longer. If anyone gets to stab the bag and obliterate the magic ancient rock, it should be me. And I'm not saying we're doing that because it sounds like a terrible plan. All right. I think it sounds like a wonderful plan. Okay, <laughs> so explain the logistics of this to the rest of All us right. who don't understand Hexblades. Oh, it's not a hex blade thing, Kira. It's, it's a poofy blade thing. Oh, it doesn't matter. No, why is everything a poofy See, thing? That I, is a this blade. is why I yes. should be able to stab it because it's not about the blade. All right, listen. If this bag gets stabbed, everything in it, including the bag itself, is lost forever. Uh, roll in intelligence. I already know everything about this bag. Okay. Okay. Mm, six plus. You already know everything about this bag. <laughs> It, it Wait, no. Uh, doesn't it just spill out onto the ground? 14. No, it goes into some weird but, parallel. Dimension. But I learned everything about the bag it when I first says, got although it. Although an artifact always turns up again somewhere. Oh. Well, never mind that. It Don't goes we want to, to make another sure. plane. Don't we want to make sure it goes to the right I place? Mean... You can leave it here, <laughs> Kip says. Kipling. Oh, you'd says. like that, wouldn't you? Um, I would it would keep my grove alive it's one of the last bastions of life here on this decimated island <sighs> that's true uh, you're right yours is better than mine good night <laughs> go back to sleep how fast is your wait no he wouldn't know that never mind disregard different okay. character i was thinking about mm. okay naivara what are you gonna do are you are you gonna travel with us are you staying here like what i would stay here if I could if I cannot find a way to bring it back to Anara Peak I apparently can't just fly over the column of these creatures they have many I guess birds and other things in their service that captured me last time Um, and it would just be bringing the stone back to her if I attempted to fly over and bring it back to Anara Peak if you have a way to get it there I would or get me north of this column, I would bring it back to the peak as soon as I could. Is so there a way like to figure Wimbley out... Wimbley? But do we know if they've made it to Raven Tree or not? You have no idea. It's been months, a month and a half. At, I was asking uh, Kip. Sorry, know. character voice. I don't even know. You don't have a character voice. Shut up. How long you guys <laughs> were in the Underdark, but it was a long time. <laughs> Hannah chimes in and goes, 72 days. Yeah, at least weeks. Yeah, she would know. Um... 72 days, 13 hours, so 6 minutes, Kipling? 22 seconds. <laughs> yes. Is I, there a way where we can figure out how far north they've gone? Do you have like your little druid radar going on or something? I can commune with the a land, but I can only find <laughs> yeah. out what's going on in the area um, a few miles. Uh-huh. Okay, so based on how long they were traveling through your area, how big you would expect them to be, and we can tell you how 
far away the end of their column is, and can you then extrapolate from that information to figure out how far ahead of that? I don't know. That sounds like math. Math's not my strong suit. <laughs> Wait, hold on. My bag goes to a pocket dimension. Anyway, it's not on this plane, right? So if we just put it in the bag, it should be golden, right? And then I stab him. And then you, no! Well, Wait, no. no, Zev, no. I liked the plan where I got to stab something. Um, You'll get to stab something, but it'll probably be like one of the bad guys or like something. <laughs> Big bush, old I, raccoon. Fleshy trees. <laughs> monkey hand. I'm okay with those things. Okay. <laughs> Zev is like a four-year-old. You just have to redirect his attention to something he can do. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I actually hold back some of the distractions. <laughs> Okay, so are we just going to go then? I mean, okay, character voice. Um, I, we should just go. Like, thus far, we've just kind of done everything without a lot of planning. And it's worked out fine so far. We should just go to Raven Tree because that's the most direct path. And we need to get this over with. But first, we should, like, wash up and get a long rest so that I can protect you guys. Um, Kip says, or Kipling uh, I don't, well, taking a rest is definitely a good idea because if things have advanced that far and you show out, come, show up in the middle of it in the condition that you're in right now, it's going to be the end of you very quickly. I don't think it's a good idea at all to bring the stone if you don't know what you're bringing it into. Um, Navara is, uh, steps forward and she says, Kipling, I know what your parents have told you about the stone. I know why we were here to take it and what our people have said about it. But the stone does not belong with us. It does not belong here. It belongs back where we found it. If having it for hundreds of years has taught me anything, it's that we should not have it. It belongs in a museum. (laughs) (laughs) It belongs in a museum. (laughs) Big glass dome of a museum. Mm -hmm. With pastrami sandwiches. So what they, are we talking they're definitely about? In, in disagreement um, in terms of what they think you should do. Navarro, could you maybe hide it somewhere where he can't find it? Just put it in my bag and but let then me you're go gonna... to sleep. Go 20 feet further and hide under that tree and go to sleep. No, listen, I care about this subject, all right? It's my decision, too. What I get to make the decision. I gave up everything. Well... I mean, I didn't really give up much of the time, but now I've given up everything <laughs> to make a decision and listen. Put it in my bloody bag, and then we'll be fine. It's but then it's gonna get all d- dirty because your bag is all bloody. Oh, pish posh. Wait, we don't still have a bad guy in the bag, do we? No, no he, he ran died. away. Yeah, he died. We humanely released him into the wild. <laughs> so, listen. Um. Um. I have a bag of colding. No, it's not. It's a special. It's a special bag. Uh, listen, it goes to a pocket dimension. It's not on this plane. So, in theory, the effect should work. <laughs> Did you just say I have a bag of colding? I do. <laughs> he does. It I know should that. still remove it from this plane enough where the things will start to fall apart. And what's the worst that could happen? My bag gets pierced, and we're rid of the stone anyway. He's right. I mean. We're famous for not doing things ourselves and letting other people handle it. I mean, think of the underdog, that city. We killed that cow and then just <laughs> left. <laughs> Our move is getting halfway into a quest and then abandoning it. This is, this is so on brand for us. <laughs> Naivara, what do you think? Naivara hasn't been here this whole time. Who cares what Naivara, Naivara just thinks. spent like 15 She's minutes monologuing would... about how she makes terrible decisions. Mage hand the stone. But does what does she think about uh, having it in the bag of holding? You described it as this big. That's a handful. We did the mage hand. Uh, oh no, you couldn't pull it out in it the was first temple because it was wedged into the statue. So I think you could attempt to remove the mage hand. It'll be a sleight of hand check against uh, her. Twelve. Her passive um, perception. Yeah, probably That's perception. perception. She's literally holding it. I think she would notice. I'm gonna have to roll. Well, we're all shouting over each other, so. 
Okay, while he's doing that, I'm asking Navarre, do you think that if it's... Oh, no, that's not Dex. Plus seven. That's a 20. She has plus seven perception. She's like 800 years old. Uh, Yeah, so she feels the tug on the stone um, from the mage hand, and with the 20 of the perception, I think she realizes that it's you trying to take it, and she pockets it. Navarre, please. I was already You've done enough damage. I need to make it right. I need to bring it back. Do you think that if he has it in the bag, in the little pocket dimension, whatever, would that remove the influence enough? How much do you trust these people that just said that they went and killed a cow and left it? (laughs) That's all I know about them. This is what I have learned. If we had Calvin Coggles dash six, we could sub out the dragon egg that is no longer there. Clippy's angry. He starts making the dial-up sound. (laughs) (laughs) what if we put it in my bag and we put my bag in his bag that's two bags (laughs) (laughs) actually no that would make my bag explode putting a pocket his isn't a pocket dimension it's just a refrigerator but I thought it was bigger on the inside his isn't Oh, I thought it was. Too. I yeah, think you put a couple. Like, it's not a very little much, pocket just, dimension because no, doesn't it weigh the same? I don't think your it weighs the same. But it's like it. a little bag. But it, it's like a little bag. But it fits like, it's like two bottles of wine. It's a, it's a cooler. It, it's not a pocket <laughs> dimension. I'm pretty sure it's bigger on the inside. I, I made it. It says the bag has a capacity of three fifths yeah. cubic okay. feet and hold it's a maximum of eighteen pounds. It says nothing about that, pocket dimensions. That cools. It's just cool. All right. Well, yeah. It's right. a cooler. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a cooler. All right, let's put it in that bag and put that bag in my bag. Two bags. Two bags. But then we can't have any cold drinks. <laughs> I'd have to actually take my wine out too. <laughs> <laughs> the fate again, of the world. <laughs> again, Navarro, do you think that it being in that pocket dimension in his bag would that remove its influence enough to? Because you are the one who's been holding and dragging it around for all these years. I didn't know you could put anything magical into a, a magic bag. I'm just going to peep that description real quick. Okay, well, if we can't go straight to Raven Tree, and we can't not go to Raven Tree, what do you, what do you suggest we do? Kip is adamant that you leave this. Okay, Kip here. wants us to leave it here. Oh my gosh, this is just like the Dragon Egg all over again. It's you! And with that, he transforms back. He takes his hat off, his little cap, puts it in his pocket, and the Grease Wizard, for the first time, notices that this is not just Kipling Tree Strider. This is Kip Grove Tender, the little halfling. Oh, God. How much does he weigh? Uh, 40-something pounds, probably, 50 pounds. Can I put him in my bag? (laughs) (laughs) Why? I don't think your bag. Well, I don't know. What does your bag hold he in the middle pot? He Mar- wants to put everything in his bag, but Marin's a skeleton. Eighty pounds, but so he's a half. Marin doesn't. Eighty pounds in the main pouch. Mm-hmm. Weight capacity wise, there's there's not anything stopping you, but you would have to get him. And there are other people here too. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the gleam in his eyes. Everybody, I guess. Kip, you're not in this conversation anymore. You've been disqualified. Don't you start thinking about that. I could revoke your invitation. Kip, please. That voice. Okay, Uh, I don't think that Kip should get a say, and I don't think Naivara should get a say, because she just gave a whole speech about how she's bad at making decisions. She can have input of facts, and that's about it. Fair. So, once again, it's down to the four of us. This is the last bastion of life on this island. If you fail, <laughs> what about Raven Tree? Is Raven Tree still alive? Can you tell that, Mr. I Grovekeeper? I cannot tell more than a few miles away. Raven Tree is way too far away. So it might not be the last bastion of life. It's just the last bastion of life here. If you fail, it's the last bastion of life on this island. If we well, fail, it won't matter, Kip. Because then you're going to die too. I'll live on here. It's the voice, isn't it? It's the voice <laughs> that makes us all just like lose our minds. Kip, <laughs> just if release we the fail, dogs. It doesn't matter anyway. You get to live on, but with what? You get to live in your bl- stupid little grove alone? It's And he transforms back to his regular, because Kip is not his real self, right? Kipling is his real 
himself. You only ever knew Kip. Oh, all right. He transforms back to the Are you okay? elf. I'm okay with this, yeah. yeah. And he says... It is only the voice. My grove is not stupid. I have lived here since I was born here. My parents created this grove as an influence for the elves on this island. And I have spent my life defending it. A life away from everyone else. Does anyone else... And it was not stupid. And your invitation is about to be revoked. Kip, listen. I used to be a god. No, you didn't. Again with this. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I can vouch for that. I touch my crown. Because... Kip left you before. And I am the god of second chances. Used to be. I'm saying M, and I touched my crown. And Kara whispers, used to be. Used to was. <laughs> okay. I'm okay with leaving it here. I demand some respect, Kip. And last time, you were the one who ran away. I'm willing to give you a second chance. You have to leave this grove. I ran away because you put me in shackles. Because you were being mischievous? I don't know what you're doing. You're looking at an egg. It's like a year ago. Okay, listen. wait. No, no, no. I cannot listen to the two of you argue anymore. Okay. Because we're about, to, you're about to get us kicked out. I was trying to bring the turtle dragon back to the grove so that go. the mistress didn't get her hands on it. Could you imagine what she could do if she had a way to get off this island in, in mass? Kip, listen. We all need a second chance here. You were a tool. We were tools. We all suck here. Listen, I'm willing hey. to bestow upon you, except for Zev. Zev's perfect, yeah, except for his, you. yeah. Except for <laughs> Zev has the innocence Listen, of a child. we all deserve a second chance. <laughs> With a soul-eating sword. <laughs> if you keep your voice like this, I'm willing to give you a second chance. You need to do the same. And then maybe we can bring this ragtag group together, meet up on the other side, and perform a theater performance like I've wanted to do this entire <laughs> quest. So, Kip. Oh, he's feeding his mouse. <laughs> Mike is pantomiming, feeding his little mouse that all of us forgot about. There is more to this world than your grove. I know this is your parents. I know this is your life. But there are other lives at stake here. Not just mine, not just yours, but everyone. Okay, make a persuasion check. We'll see how that goes. Grease Wizard has grown up so much. <laughs> His rolls still suck. Yeah, that's a four. <laughs> oh. uh, Can I help him? But I've got my crown on. And nobody was really helping him in his mind. I don't think... That gives you advantage, does it not? Or no, it lets you add your intelligence. That's still really bad. I think Kip and GW are just like arch nemesis. Nemeses? Um, enemies. Well, I mean... They don't like each other permanently. With what you said, uh, I think the, the response is... Um, it's actually plus eight for so what is twelve? Twelve. Um, the grove is my responsibility. When I came back after being away, trying to learn what was going on, trying to set things straight and stop the cult from aiding this mistress to try and help the island, I almost lost it. And I'm not leaving it again. We're not asking you to do that, Kip. Oh, yeah, God, no. We don't want you with us. I think our choices are down to either see if Naivara will go with us to Raventree and fight with us if Raventree is fine, or we let her stay here until we can make sure that Raventree is safe, save it, and then send somebody. Yeah, how are we going to get back? We're gonna, we need to have the stone. We need to take the stone with us. Kip, Do we have another option besides leave it here or take it to the mountain? Like, is there another option? I don't the think it's going to say anything. The stone's not mine to decide the fate of. I would have it here, but it's not mine to give or take. What are we fighting about? Is there a All way right, for us to come back here quickly? Yeah, didn't you have a way to... I heard about I can... this stick of Wimmelies and stuff. Do you have a Wimmelies? I can get back... To this grove quickly. Can Just you give you? us something? Because we have a stick here for Raven Tree. Can you give us another stick for your grove? You don't like them, but you like me, okay? I don't have a stick. I just, I can stride through a tree 
and transport from any place on this island back to my grove. Any That's what tree? my stick does. Then okay. Are then... there trees on that mountain? Is that just a specifically you spell? Back. Okay, let's bring Kip with us. We'll go head to the mountain, and if stuff gets bad, then Kip can just teleport back to the grove and have the stone here in the grove like he wanted. Everybody's happy. Because Raven Tree has a tree called the Raven Tree. I think it even has more trees than that. back to the grove from anywhere on the island through a large enough tree. All right, then if it gets bad, Kip, just If it gets bad, you take the stone and go back to the grove. You've seen the land around here, right? If Raven Tree is no more, then the Raven Tree is no more. They leave nothing. But if we can't port there, if there is no tree, then we won't go anywhere. Can we bring a tree with us? Brandishing a stick at him. (laughs) Hey, y'all, I know this is going to sound dumb, but can we, like, bring a sapling with us? It has to be large enough for him to step through. Sapling. But he can shapeshift. Can you shapeshift into a worm? <laughs> he already has. <laughs> I can. That won't get me through the tree. If if you can't teleport wait, back wait, to wait, the Wait, wait, wait. What about my arboreal sash? What about my arboreal sash? I can't travel through <laughs> your boa. <laughs> it's a sash! <laughs> um, if you can only... If you're trying to travel back to raven tree through the tree and you can travel back then yes i would imagine the raven tree still stands and then if we get there and they're not there we can stick our head out through the tree and be like oh it still looks good here think we bring can. the stone can we do that and if it's not good then we can leave Navarra here figure out you can't raven tree through you instantly go through the yeah we can't that would be way too much if but but raven if the tree is there if we're able to travel through the tree, then Kip will be able to travel back through the tree. Yes. So that's the plan. Can he travel with Nivara? Can with he travel the with stick? No. no, like his. I, yeah, he can bring people back. Okay. He oh. told you before that he could travel you to his grove when you guys were um, in the olive grove near the cultists. Oh yeah, I think we made fun of him for that. <laughs> You guys and you wonder wanna... why he left. No, you. Were, I don't you wonder why he left. He we bullied him there. until he left. If Raven Tree still stands, <laughs> if the tree still Zev, stands, here, take a gold. If you don't cast, worry about it. If you cast the spell <laughs> and it fails, wouldn't we know that Raven Tree is no longer there? Yes. He says that while taking a gold. <laughs> Good boy, Zev. So if the spell fails, the raven tree is not there. But if the spell works, we know raven tree is still there. And okay. we know the tree is there. And How if we the we're all saying the same thing right. over and over right, again, I can't rest. do this anymore. No, go to no. sleep. Long rest. Long, rest. long sleep. rest. All right. And also, I need to wash all of the rotting dead animal slime. She off can't involve into the pond in the middle of the yeah. grove. Okay. So you clean yourself. Am I allowed up? to do that? <laughs> yeah. Do it anyways. Uh, we don't you, like Kip anymore. You clean yourselves up. <laughs> How um, quickly you I turned Kip on was him. Very reasonable. <laughs> uh, it, you clean yourselves up and put better. yourselves to not bed, but you go to sleep. To bush. Is that I feel the, bushed. Is that the plan? <laughs> yes. All right. Um, okay. Can I, real quick, can I try praying to my sword before I go to bed? You can. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Bill's jumping in at a weird point to to be listening. Uh, go ahead and roll a religion check. Seventeen minus two, fifteen. Um, what, what do you need to ask? I just want to know if it knows if Raven Tree is still there and uh, operational. Um, because again, the sword to me is God. Yeah. Well, well, it does have a connection, um, particularly to the to the Raven Tree your patron does. Um, you get a hopeful feeling. Guys, guys, Raven Tree, Raven Tree is still there. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Ev. Go to sleep. Of course Raven Tree is still there. We're supposed to meet him in Raven Tree. It was completely... <laughs> I but, hate all of it's, you. <laughs> it's not... It hasn't been overrun yet. All right. The yeah. sword is hopeful. The right. sword is hopeful. The sword is hopeful. Hold up the sword. The sword is hopeful. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep now. I have a rock too. <laughs> it glows red. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep now. Maybe I'll have my voice again tomorrow. Okay, I will too. Okay. Uh, 
Henna, the dwarves, Kip, Navara, everybody else seems to go to sleep. Kip? Just in case I forget, I plan to ask Navara in the morning if she will come and if she will fight with us. Okay. So if I forget, I asked her in the morning. Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again next week. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter at Date Night Podcast or visiting datenightpodcast.com. 